Welcome to Dungeons & Drams, a homebrewed D&D campaign live played for your enjoyment. There's whiskey, laughter, and usually more whiskey. We stream weekly on our YouTube channel, so we hope to see you there. And now, on with the show. Hello everybody, and welcome to Dungeons & Drams. It is Monday, and uh, yeah, hopefully uh, you all had a better Monday than, than Molly's uh, previous description to us. She had a, a tough one. We're all getting some snow tomorrow, that'll be great. Um, actually, are, are all of you guys getting snow? Or did you already? I Ours imagine. is already gone. Yours is already gone, <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, I don't, we're I don't think more. we're due. No, I figured that you guys kind of so. just always have snow up there. Well, yeah, I mean, there's always a little bit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. cool. Yeah, so um, that was uh, whatever. What are you guys drinking tonight? Let's go into that. I'm, I'm going to pick something while you're talking. Hmm. Well, I just finished a bottle of Baker's, which I think is super underrated. I fucking love it. So I don't know. I've got choices for what I'll have next. Either a Jepson's bourbon pick that's finished in cognac barrels, mm-hmm. uh, that's surprisingly good, or a standard Knob Creek. Just something high proof to give me the guts to try and <laughs> uh, sneak into Alexia. That'd be <laughs> awesome. Now, are you saying Baker's is un- underrated? Just Baker's in particular, or the specific bottle that you have? Like Baker's in yeah. particular. It is funny general, that it doesn't like come Baker's up more. as a... Yeah. Yeah, everybody talks about, like, Knob Creek or Booker's yeah. kind of thing. And nobody really talks about the Baker's. And yeah. each each one that I've had has been really good. So yeah. I think it's underrated. Nice. And they have great uh, stories. Well, I, I am drinking... Um, <laughs> actually, I thought about saying, like, oh, this is some UN tea. Because it's tea. <laughs> but it's actually just fine. So that's not relevant. Uh, but I was like, okay, so we're going on full snake mode. So all this is about to do with transformation. So I was like, you know what? What, what is the snakiest whiskey I have? And I really couldn't think of anything. But I got barrel seagrass because snakes live in the grass. Ah, so. You snake in the grass. Go. I like it. There that was go. good. Yeah. Okay. And it's, it's green. It's a nice it's green, green shade. Well. Yeah. yeah that that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I have a two women lager from New Blaris and then a shot of Aiden Lolly. The finest Irish whiskey. Three whole years old. So. Doubt. Yeah. <laughs> nice. And uh, while you guys were chatting, I went and picked out a... Uh, I'm doing the, the green spot Chateau Montalina. Because uh, tomorrow... No, two days from now starts Irish Whiskey Month for me. Um, so I, uh, I actually upended my plan. And my first whiskey uh, of this whiskey irish whiskey month is not going to be gold spot it's going to be something else and i'm very excited about it (laughs) so yeah so you guys will see that on friday but uh, everybody go buy irish whiskey it's super underrated it is it is underrated i've I've explored it more recently and i like it actually much better than a lot of scotches so Mm -hmm. just gonna say that (laughs) yeah there's there's definitely some good ones out there especially lately they've been finishing stuff and and really kind of coming into their own so yeah, um, cool. All right, and uh, Molly, you got any uh, any purple drinks tonight or anything fun? No purple drinks, but I do have this new um, Dr Pepper, which is strawberries and cream, and it is incredibly good. I've seen many an Instagram influencer rave about it, so I was like, all right, I've been influenced. Let me try it. I don't <laughs> let it. it. It's fantastic. So it is good. Nice. Does it still have the? Str- does it still have the strong Dr. Pepper taste? Like 
Honestly, or a totally different you should flavor. just get rid of the Dr. Pepper name because I don't really recognize it as a Dr. Pepper drink. It's more so that strawberries and cream deliciousness. Okay. Ooh, that does sound good. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I've seen it and I was like, I don't know if it's going to be strawberries and cream mixed with Dr. Pepper. Yeah. You know, Coke Zero has had some really funky flavors recently. And the last one was like this weird marshmallowy one that was awful. So I was mm-hmm. reluctant to try this, <laughs> but this, yeah. this is where it's at. Now, Clifton, weren't you doing some of the the Coke, uh, the special I ones? I did one of yeah. them. It was like, was it Starlight? It was it was an interesting yeah. name. It was one of the first ones that they did. Yeah. That was the yeah. one that tasted like uh, space, right? It's, it tasted yeah. like it, uh, the Nebula. It was like a cotton candy-y kind of thing. It, yeah. it, was, it, was, it was weird. I would have to be in the mood for it. It's not like, you know, something I would go out of my way to get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw one of those yesterday at the store. I, I don't know if it was that one or just something else, and I thought of you, and I was like, oh, I should get it, but then I, I got well, Charlie Coke instead. That was the one so. time I did a dry week on my channel, and I lost my job mm. that week. So, like, I'm not going to do another dry week. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> See? It's bad See? luck. See? Not, just... Yeah, not drinking is bad luck. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm it's saying. <laughs> um, so the more you drink, the higher the ro- that you'll roll, right? That's an interesting theory. i do like it technically that is actually probably true because uh risky whiskey you know there's a very good chance you're gonna right? roll higher if you uh if you drink more that's true give it another go all right everybody well it sounds to me like we are about good to go but before we do i want to just thank our patrons mike cullerton adriana ej james steve a tony two toes gavin and david um, all of you guys got a, uh, a look into some more detail about the Raiders last week. Uh, so if anybody's interested in learning some more behind-the-scenes stuff, or if you're just enjoying the stream, uh, we would appreciate the support. So consider uh, joining the Patreon. Um, it's fairly cheap to get into, and I like to think you get some good stuff. All right, so let's go ahead and give the recap. When last we saw our heroes, <laughs> it's just such a... I need to, I need like a better, you guys need a, a team name so I can be like, when last we saw the drunken, uh. debaucherous people, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> anyway. That works for me. <laughs> <Drunken> <laughs> yeah, yep. yeah. So yes. the drunkards. The drunkards. <laughs> yes. Um, surprisingly, we have done very little drinking in game for a and d campaign. I, it's my fault. I haven't had you guys in many taverns, but we'll have to, we'll have to rectify that soon. All y'all, right. y'all got pretty drunk it with uh, Snortimer, as I recall. That's true. <laughs> but yeah, that's that a was a while. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So when last we saw our heroes, they had run into another adventuring party known as the Raiders, comprised of a gnome by the name of Indiana Gnomes, a sea elf named Short Drowned, a human bard named Willie Capshaw, and a Goliath fighter named Shayla LaBeouf. After a quick conversation and the realization that Talin and Indy knew each other, our group was invited to share their campsite with the Raiders for the night and Nobilis invited himself into Short Drown's tent. Around the campfire, Shayla shared that her tribe had been captured and was being held within Halexia, the nearby UNT city. The groups retired to bed, and it wasn't long before Alessio was contacted by Nexori and instructed to deliver the sphere to Elshu, a pureblood within Halexia, uh, to be found at a location called the Snake's Bite. Over in Daffy's tent, she couldn't sleep, and left her tent only to realize that she was transported to another location filled with psychedelic trees, aquamarine grasses that seemed to move on their own, and a giant owl who transformed into a furbolg and invited her to sit for a talk. Daffy recognized this furbolg as Pharaoh Rainblossom, the druid that uh, the group met while rescuing Tinbrind. 
Pharaoh introduced himself properly and convinced Daffy to return his book, The Path of Nature, in trade for information about her parents, who he explained had perished while trying to defend Akari from the destruction that befell the disintegrated peaks when Fireclaw, an ancient red dragon, took it as his domain. The group awoke and made a plan for the day. They'd spend several hours hiking through the jungle. Nobilis was to take on the appearance of one of the UNT with Anomio and Daffy as his entourage. Meanwhile, Alessio and Talin would scale one of the walls near the market and meet the group at the front gates from inside, bolstering Nobilis's lie by pretending to know him. But you guys wake up and the, the birds are chirping, the, uh, the sun is shining, and the jungle is, or the campsite is mostly empty. Okay, guys. Have we all been thinking on a plan for how we're going to get in there? Yep. Yeah. I still love my plan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, 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 I, I, like the, I like our plan of uh, Nobles is the stake messiah. <laughs> all right. So, Nobles, you're going to be world. some... The messiah. You gotta... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to flare. Yeah, I, I feel like I should try it out. We can get a little closer. Um, my, my spell only lasts an hour, so I feel like we should maybe hold off on transforming to where outside the city gates. That sounds, sounds good. good. And so uh, Alessio and I are going to try and sneak in via the market and come out over the wall and, and be in there already to, to greet you. Sounds Alessio has some kind her. of way of hiding himself or something, didn't he? I can make him invisible. Oh, you can make him invisible. Okay, and then you're gonna like undo his invisibleness as part of your messianess, yeah, maybe. His invisibility only lasts an hour, um, so the same as okay. mine. So I think if we should strategize to make sure we kind of turn on our effects at the same time, probably for the best. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a good I, I mean, I can turn two creatures invisible. So if you want to be invisible, we can make that happen too. It's up to you. <laughs> that would be helpful for oh. something. So Unless you guys want to yeah. like, be in there and like, you know. Oh, I re I'm remembering our plan now. We were gonna like make me make him appear, and he's gonna be all golden and glowy, right? Right. Right. Wow. That he's the special one. Yeah. Okay, so I probably so shouldn't be invisible. Be... Yeah. So that I can be there waiting, right. being like, oh, I recognize this. You have to be like, oh Saya. my god. Like, <laughs> it's it's so and so. <laughs> Do you have a name? Do oh I yeah. What's your? Do I reveal a name? Yeah. Uh, that's up to you. I'm I'm just here. Are you gonna tell us as we are outside of the walls right before transforming? Oh wait, oh wait. Build up. Ooh. <laughs> okay. All right. Sure. Okay. Um, so two things. Just these are game mechanic things that you haven't really run into yet. Um, so Nobilis. So casting invisibility uses something called concentration. Concentration is something that big surprise you have to concentrate on it doesn't take a whole lot of effort like you don't have to do anything consciously but if you are attacked or if something causes you to potentially lose your concentration there will be a role that i'll ask of you if you fail that role you will lose your concentration so the people that are invisible will suddenly not be uh, invisible anymore um if you're casting it on willing participants they can end the invisibility anytime and so can you Okay. Um, your disguise self does not take concentration, though. That was something I just looked at. <laughs> so um, your okay. disguise self will last an hour and shouldn't be interruptible. However, if, okay. if as you mentioned last week, if you make yourself like a foot taller, um, let's just say for whatever reason somebody throws a rock at your head and it just sails right through the top of your head, that's something people would notice. So these are all things to be aware of. 
Am I significantly shorter than other UNTs? Uh, what we discussed, I think, will be about right. Um, it, it's if you made yourself just a little bit taller than your current form, that would be a good idea. But you don't need to be that full foot. I think that you wouldn't look strange uh, if you were to just disguise yourself. It's up to you whether you want to be slightly taller or not. Okay. Cool. All right, so you guys are heading towards the city? Yep. Excellent. We are All right. headed there. <laughs> you woke up in the camp in the morning. You traveled for a few hours, and it's about noon on your fourth day. And okay. you crest a hill to the south of Helixia, and you're able to take a lofty view of the city. There's a clear path down to the southeastern city wall for Tallinn and Alessio to traverse. There's also a another path that is clearly going down towards the gates. As you uh, as you look, though, you see that you kind of have a choice. Um, those of you going to the front gates, you could either go directly to the front gates, or you could go further down the road and approach from the road. It's up to you what you'd like to do. And right. also, th this will, sorry, this will be the part where you guys split up too. So anything that you want to say to each other, um, now's the time. Otherwise, you're not going to be in communication. Okay. Uh, so, so uh, Tyler and I, I would just say keep keep our friend close because I'm not going to be able to see him. So, like, kind of let me know where he is so I can magically turn invisible. Okay, yeah. Uh, as we approach you, Alessio mm -hmm. is obviously here, and here's this. He will be <laughs> on my right side. So okay. the space to my right okay. will be where he's standing. <laughs> <laughs> will that help? <laughs> uh, so, and I'm probably going to use Pass Without a Trace to get into the city uh, to help myself sneak in. Any help I can get. I'm terrified of sneaking. So. <laughs> cool. All right. So pass without a trace will give you a plus 10 to your stealth rolls, I believe. Correct? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Excellent. So. Okay. Anything uh, else? So uh, now would, now is the time to tell us your name yeah, Novelist, yeah, yeah. so that we know who you are. Well, I have been playing far too much Hogwarts Legacy. So I think <laughs> I will go with the name Salazar. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's a good. That's a good that statement. Perfect. <laughs> that is perfect. I it's love the it. green. I was, I was on theme tonight. Oh, that's good. Oh, from here, mm -hmm. from here. So we have like a lofty view of the city. Mm -hmm. So, I think last time you mentioned that there are just like lizard folk within the city that aren't UNTs, like that serve the UNTs and. Correct. So you kind of you like it's not that... abnormal to see a lizard folk. So what you learn from Indy is that not only are there various forms of UNT in all states of mutation, but you will also see what are called purebloods, which will appear mostly human um, or humanoid, uh, but will have slight mutations like maybe fangs or slight scales on their skin or their eyes. Um, and then there's also going to be a number of slaves within the city as well. So you could see pretty much all kinds of everything in here. Can I see the lizard folk? From enough where you to are? tell if like th there's something that's mm -hmm. makes them obvious that they belong there that i should be wearing if i get in there i see what you're saying um not that you have seen so okay. if something like that exists if there's any way to indicate that you should belong there you do not know it okay gotcha all right cool 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 cool, cool. all right so we're gonna right. start uh, well so um Nobilis, are you transforming now, or are you going to wait? Like, tell me first, are you guys going straight for the gate, or are you going to go for the road? Y'all should give... Oh. 
y'all should give Alessio and I a few minutes to get in, right? So that we're in there when you right, come through yeah. the gate. So I'll, put, I'll make him invisible first, um, and then I'll um, hold for a minute before turning my thing, my yeah. disguise on. Mm -hmm. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. I'm confused about the difference between the gate and the road. Sure. Yeah, can you explain that again, Bill? I'm a no little problem. Uh, so if you're looking at the map, so the there's... You're kind of like up on this hill. You know, you're kind of crested over this hill, but you, there's still jungle all around you. You just happen to be on a bit of a vista, and you can see, you can oversee the, the city, but you can also see paths kind of through the woods or the jungle. There's one path that's pretty much going to drop you off right about there. It's going to be probably about a tenth of a mile away from the, the gate. Um, there's another path that's going to come out closer to one of these towers, but there's paths. Like, I don't think it would be strange for you to come out of either one of these. Um, as for you, Talin, you're seeing another path that's going to lead you to right about there, um, kind of to the bottom bottom right of the screen. Okay, gotcha. I say we just go in the main entrance. I think we should make this a big deal about like. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so that y'all will come up like the actual road, as if making a. We don't want to like, 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 like we want to make it seem like we're there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. I can, I, can I can I do the like crier thing, like make way, yes. make way for the great one. Definitely. <laughs> and I think as we enter, I think I'd like to either grab a handful of dirt or like pick up some grass or something and just toss it like confetti. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Okay. So uh, so to make sure okay. I understand this, so you guys are going to be coming up to the front gate and. Um, Ed is going, or sorry, uh, Anomio, as as lizard folk Anomio, is going to be crying and making awesome introduction as a, in a good way, not not crying in a bad way. Yes. Yeah. And then Daffy, <laughs> Daffy is going to be using foliage yeah. to kind of uh, as as a as a gorilla would tossing foliage <laughs> to show dominance. Maybe maybe if you find no, some like, pretty like flower yeah. petals. Right, thing, flowers might be the you way could to go. Be... Yeah. I mean, assuming that there are flowers, I didn't want to make assumptions about the the You're in a jungle. I feel like oh, yeah. I feel like jungles have some pretty crazy cool right. foliage. Or we could do sure. uh, uh, palms, you know, like uh, like Jesus walking oh, into yeah. Jerusalem. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <Excellent. laughs> he is the word because she is so Enamored by. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Salazar kidding. the Messiah. I, no kidding, uh, Clifton. The, the the more you sell this, the easier things will be. So I want to see some some good RP from you. It's gonna make everything Lord. go smoother. Awesome. All right. So. Are you drinking? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, beautiful. <laughs> oh, Cliffy wow. is coming through the door. Not even Clifton. A <laughs> yeah, that wasn't even a risky whiskey. That wasn't just a secret. Don't worry, that's coming next. Okay. <laughs> oh, that was that was just your tea. That was the, the wine tea. Oh, I see. Wine. Um, He's pretending his tea. <laughs> Excellent. We're gonna switch over to. Oh, other question. Yes. Real quick. Do we are there just like crocodiles too? Because I see that there's like water spots and stuff. So I would imagine lizard folk would be pretty used to having. Nobody seemed to mind Booker being around. I mean, you so, are like, you are in a jungle, a jungle that does contain crocodiles, um, as you as you saw from the Temple of Alcarn. Um, so, it would not be strange for there to be crocodiles, um, especially well-behaved ones. That would probably be a, a normal thing. But the one thing I will tell you is, especially if you're trying to move quickly, you might want to pick Booker up or 
do something where he you could carry him, um, or you know, see what happens if you travel. Well, he'd probably. He's got little legs. Be covered you know? by my my um, pass without a trace mm -hmm. for as long as that goes. Does that make right. you move faster too? <laughs> no. No. So. No, that... I just mean that he'll be hidden. Also, like he would oh, be. Oh, okay. I see where you're going. I thought you were trying to. Yeah. We were going different directions there. Yes, the pass without a trace will definitely cover him. And in fact, just to kind of ease things, I'll you can roll for yourself, and, and Booker will take your score. Um, unless you're telling me otherwise. Come with us as well. Either way, like if, if it makes more sense for, for him to walk in with us. Well, I was thinking about, I've been like trying to investigate my other traits that I didn't really realize I had, because uh, <laughs> I don't understand spells. <laughs> uh, I was proven by the Christmas and Halloween episode. <laughs> That's true. Um, yeah, magic is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> just like, what do you mean you can only use it two times or three times? Uh, I also have beast sense so i kind of want him with me in case it becomes useful to have him maybe like be my eyes and ears mm -hmm. and wandering about for me so okay. Uh, okay also he's my buddy and i don't do anything without him we weren't taking him for a long time <laughs> we just wanted him to kind of be part of my grand interest <laughs> <laughs> um so you guys separate okay. you, you you separate past uh talin we're gonna get to you and alessio hopefully jason comes on before the end of the the thing otherwise we'll play and you'll you'll just have to play for him. Um, so as you uh, the three of you approach, uh, you you walk by a few cages that contain some orcs who look quite un unpleasant or unhappy to be there. Um, but they are firmly locked away. But they're you know kind of battering on the thing as they see you go by. They're they're kind of just growling and yelling at you. They they are not happy. However, uh, you walk by them or don't. Tell me if you do something different. And uh, as you are coming up to these front gates, tell me tell me how you're approaching. I mean, you said you were doing all kinds of stuff. Let me know what oh, you're yeah. doing. Oh, yeah, well, uh, make way! Make way for the great Lord Serpentus, swallower of all prey, he whose writhing cleanses the earth. Make way <laughs> for the great Salazar! <laughs> I don't have to do anything. I'm just going to walk in, guide me in. I'm just going to look straight ahead and just walk in, like, stoically. Definitely flexing a bit of my my uh, lizard slash snake muscles. Excellent. So, Wait, uh, what is your, out of curiosity, what is your, like, snake for? Like, I was just about to tell like? you to describe that. Yep, exactly. I'm, like, right, mentally I can, I can preparing for a yeah. ripped snake of some sort. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he's full-on, like, bare chest exposed like i mean he's full-on like novelist like you expect him to be um he has his skin is still like mostly like human flesh colored or elf flesh colored uh, but it has like ripples in it that kind of simulate scales but the scales also turn into like an armor kind of look on me i don't know i mean i don't know if that's actually armor bill sent me this drawing earlier today it's what it's whatever you want it's this is your guy if it's, a, it's any yeah. in any way different whatever people are hearing is what you are yeah, well, it's like it kind of my scales form kind of like an armor design, like on my shoulders and my arms. So it looks like I'm wearing armor, but it's actually just part of my scales. Um, oh, and I definitely badass. my tail is a lot more snake-like than than normal. Uh, but the the pectoral muscles are still, as you would expect them, large and gorgeous and and just ready. To <laughs> that is important. That is important. Excellent. So so now, do your lasers come up back out of your nips, or are they still oh, going to yes. come out they're of your back, eyes? They're back in nipple mode. <laughs> okay, gotcha. 
Nipple mode activated. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, so the three of you walk up, and uh, you're making a, a pomp and circumstance, and everything is, is Salazar. And you see two, um, two female UNT at the gates. So, as you walk up, the massive walls of Helixia are purposefully shaped sandstone, baked clay brick, and carved rock, much of which is inlaid with vibrant blue and red bands of stone or glass. Guarding the entrance to the city are thick wooden planks of some form of jungle tree, making up a 15-foot-tall door. Large statues of coiled snakes adorn the top wall, and, as I've mentioned, in front of the door you see two women, one holding a book and a quill, the other standing beside her having a conversation with what appears to be a traitor. The women, their eyes more tall than wide, and their irises a pale yellow, are wearing silk v-neck dresses and sandals. Upon their arms and legs, see patches, uh, you see patches of green scales which shimmer in the midday sun. At the top of the wall, you see several guards on either side of the door. You note the long bows in their hand as they look down dutifully towards the entrance, and their heads resemble hooded cobras. The traitor continues to talk to the red-dressed woman, and you see him begin backing up. He says, Look, I'll go. I if you don't want, be wanting my wares, that's fine. No harm done. And the woman's eyes squint tight, and a blue forked tongue flicks from her mouth as she produces a dagger from behind her back. She dips down low and slashes at the traitor's ankle, slicing a tendon, and he falls to the ground. Stand up and walk away. Go ahead. I can't, you crazy bitch. You sliced my ankle. That's unfortunate. A slave who can't walk may as well be fed to Thorak. The man attempts to wriggle out of his pack, and he starts dragging himself away from the gate, leaving a small trail of blood in the sandy dirt. A slave who attempts to flee. What's the punishment for that, Mazi? Uh, Maz <laughs> Mazi. She's talking to the other woman. She says, I believe that's an ear, Isisa. Perhaps two. Who can remember? Hmm. Uh, what would we prefer? Shall I feed you to Thorak? Or should I cut off your ears? You're crazy! Just let me go! You can keep the treasure and my horses! You're saying we can keep the treasure? And the traitor rolls over onto his back and he gets a hopeful look in his eyes and he stops crawling away. Yes! Just let me go and you can have it all! Isisa, I think he's trying to give us Thorak's treasure. Right under his nose. I think he wants the dragon to kill you. Isisa walks over to the traitor and she straddles him, sitting down on his stomach. She takes her dagger and she places it to the man's cheek, spinning it on the point. She says, here's what I suggest. And I would say I strongly suggest this. Roll onto your stomach and crawl your way into the city. I don't want you to stop crawling until you reach the Duthrail. There, you'll find your new master. Do you hear me? Yes, yes, I, I hear you. Asissa slides her dagger behind his left ear and slices it up, severing it from his head. Do you hear me now? <laughs> and you watch as this traitor starts to slowly drag himself through the gates. And the guards atop the wall watch and they laugh. And then Asissa looks up at you, novelists. And she slides her dagger back into its sheath. Oh, hello, handsome. 
Who do we have here? I am Salazar. The what was the word that you guys were all saying with the S? Messiah. 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 And when when you say Messiah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna like get on my knees and be like, hailed his fangedness. <laughs> Naturally, I will follow suit, and I'll just be like, Messiah. And I'm just going <laughs> to pretend they're like, northern, full on. That's normal, normal for me. Hmm? Uh, well, I mean, did you answer her question? You, you said that you're Salazar. Sorry. All right. She says, Salazar, huh? I do not know you. Where are you from? That is of no business of yours. I'm making my way to the temple. Hmm. Mazi. Have you ever heard of Salazar? Go ahead and roll a deception check for me. Not this. All right. Ooh, I've always wanted to roll. I've, I've not had much opportunity to roll this, and I'm excited to roll it. Please do well. Okay. Uh -oh. oh, no. Oh. Yeah. Well, tell me if you think a 13 is good enough. You could risky whiskey. Tell you what. You know what? what, no. what you, you said that tea was wine, right? Yes. I'm going to give you a free risky whiskey because you did it of your own volition. Okay, okay. <laughs> Thank you. I well, I, I'm, I'm making it. an advantage, actually, in this case. It'll be your higher number, not a risky whiskey. So So do I roll advantage or just normal? Uh, just just roll one more time. With a risky whiskey, okay. we have to take the new roll. In this case, you're getting the higher uh, of the two, uh, which yeah. is good because you oh, rolled well. lower. Uh, 13. We'll do, we'll do 13. <laughs> so with a 13, uh, let me actually... Uh, do, 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 do. She... Oh, oh no. no. So she oh, rolled shit. She rolled a natural 20 on her perception. Uh, so far, she's not convinced. She says, What area? Where, where, what area are you from? How long have you been here? I... I'm going to... I had a map. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump in between them mm -hmm. real quick. I'm going to leap up from my knees like, You worm! How dare you! How and she stops you mid-sentence and she back she stops you back uh, mid-sentence and backhands you in the face. And she looks at you, Salazar, <laughs> and she says, I suggest you get your slave under control. And I'll, I'll just look uh, at him and tell him, get back to me. Get back with me. Uh are we I, are we I still am... in the bush of Jillriel? Yes. Okay, you're... so it wouldn't make sense to say from the bush. Well, you're not there. Real. You're not there. I know, I... just clarified. <laughs> I'm looking at the map. Hold on. I'm, I'm referencing my notes. I, I am from the floating island of Villanus. Villanus? Volantis? Volantis. Volantis. Oh. Interesting. Uh, make a deception check with disadvantage. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, shit. I should have taken better notes. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's fine. Let's just see what happens. Oh, Ooh. man. There you go. A 24 <laughs> with disadvantage. <laughs> Hell, oh, man. All right. Uh, so she she's she says, I do not know Valentis. Is that perhaps another UNT civilization? They have their place there. Interesting. To what do you desire entry to our city? I cannot reveal that at this time, but it's very, very important to our cause. 
It is my job to ask these questions. I need an answer or you do not enter. And then she holds her hand up and she snaps. And you see four of the guards on top of the towers. They take their longbows off their shoulders. They knock an arrow and they just stare at you. Let's just say I have a special delivery. May I see it? Not yet. It'll come in due time. How about a perse uh, persuasion? Sure. Um, as a note, while you're doing that, you see the traitor is still crawling his way further and further into the city. He is definitely not getting up. <sighs> risky whiskey. Risky whiskey. Risky whiskey. Good call. <laughs> I'm going to get you hammered. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. I'm going to go live on Twitch after this. I'm going to be a complete mess. <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing? Deception or? Uh, persuasion. A 13. 13. On top of your 24 for the deception, she's willing to believe you. However, she calls over one of the slaves and she says, You, over there, come. And this, uh, excuse me, this man, older, uh, uh, sorry, like mid 20s or so, but very, very scraggly beard. He clearly hasn't shaven in a very long time. She says, Escort Salazar here. You are to be his slave. Let him help him to find where he needs to go. If anything seems strange, tell one of the other masters. And if I find that you have lied to us, you will suffer the same fate as he. And he, uh... Don't worry yourself, darling. <laughs> so he, <laughs> he motions uh, Salazar. He, he kind of, he gets down on his hands and knees and he, he kind of does like the Wayne, Wayne and Garth were not worthy kind of thing. And uh, he's, he's just like, Salazar, allow me to take you into the city. I'm going to continue not making eye contact with them. I'm just going to start walking forward. All right. So you start walking forward, and uh, the guards atop the tower are keeping their eyes on you. Um, as you walk forward, though, you go to pass by the traitor, who's, uh, who's you know still crawling into the city. Uh, I'd like to turn to him and say, if if you want to get out of here alive, you will honor me and serve me. He he looks up. He says, "She she said not to stop crawling." Or sorry, that's not his voice, but whatever. <laughs> she said not <laughs> to stop crawling. You can crawl, but stay by our side. He he looks down at his ankle, and. Uh, he says, I, I can't, I can't walk. Should I look over at Daphne and like, I don't know, <laughs> look at her and see what she wants to maybe It's up maybe to you. Something? Give him a little healing boob. Your wish is my command. <laughs> <laughs> and All I right. can at least, um, a, sing a single point would do it. A single yeah. point will heal his ankle. So, uh, he's just a, he's just a traitor. Yeah. All right. So uh, you cast, uh, you you lay your hand on him, and uh, his his ankle, his tendon, kind of fuses back together, and he it leaves a scar, but he's got a functioning ankle again, and he he gets up, but you think he'll probably have a limp for for the rest of his life. Um, but he walks by your side, Salazar. 
Yeah. And he says, thank you. Thank you. Where where are we going? Stay close, that's all I'll say. And then we'll keep walking. Okay. All right. So you keep walking. All right. So we will pause there for you guys. And we are going to go over to Talin. All right. So Talin, you and Alessio... Uh, up at the top of the, the ridge, you watch the other group go down. Uh, you admire the the extremely large back muscles of Salazar as he walks away. <laughs> He's got deltoids for days. But um, anyway. <laughs> he have those little shoulders on top he does, of his shoulders? He looks like a smaller man emerging from like a bigger man's body. Cause it's <laughs> 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 All right. And uh, so... As I mentioned, to travel as fast as you'll need to, you'll need to do something with Booker, as despite his best intention, he's got stubby little legs. No, It's so weird, because normally he's faster than me, because he's bigger than me normally. <laughs> normally. Normally you can ride, normally <laughs> you can ride him. And crocodile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, that's fine. I'll pick him up and carry him as I've done Pass Without a Trace. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have to roll for spells? Nope. You just tell me that you're doing it. Well, it, it'll remove one of your spell slots, but just tell me that you're doing it. We'll keep track of it that way. Um, okay. So, so it is one of your second cool. level spell slots. I just removed it for you. You're good. Okay. okay. Yeah, I saw it go away. Okay. Yep. And I'll teach you how to do that later. Okay. So <laughs> you're casting Pass Without a Trace. You and Alessio, who is, um, did you make Alessio invisible? I believe you said that. Yes, yeah. And did you also make Talon invisible or no? No. Okay, just making sure. All right, so Alessio kind of sticks to your side, and you find your way through the jungle. Now, you are a ranger. Your favorite terrain is jungle, if I remember correctly. And uh, so this is no problem for you. Um, How are you... So, sorry, we we got off track there. What are you doing about Booker? Oh, I'm carrying him. Okay, all right. So, uh, just for visuals, are you carrying him like a like a little baby, or is he on your back? How are you carrying a crocodile? No, it's like a, like the fireman crawl kind of thing. He's over both shoulders. Perfect. While I okay. Carry him. So, like so. a wealthy lady sporting a mink uh, fur <laughs> fox a fox uh, <laughs> scarf thing. Um, I like how I made it. Like I'm like some cool <laughs> fireman, you know, carrying somebody out of a burning building, and you I, made it. I'm wearing a stupid mink I'm fur sorry. thing. All right, fine. Like Scarf, a fire like whatever. a fireman you're carrying a a giant lump of meat that is uh Booker. Thank you. <laughs> <Lump of laughs> <meat>. wow. Yes. <laughs> his his tail is occasionally yeah. whacking on Aren't trees. Are we all he... lumps of meat when it comes to it? Don't don't Booker re- loves it. Don't don't uh critique my my adjectives <laughs> and <laughs> my descriptors. <laughs> Booker's tail is wagging in like a in the way a dog's would. Like he Perfect. loves it. Awesome. All right, so you travel through the jungle, making pretty good progress. Uh, It's surprising how well your lizard form is adapted to the jungle. And as you're descending a particularly steep slope, uh, the trees thin, and you're able to see the top of the ziggurat. Indy was right. There is a dragon atop the ziggurat, and you can see it from here. You're at least a mile away and obscured by foliage, so you feel pretty safe. But as you see Thorek and watch him unfurl his wings, you're suddenly very aware of what you're heading towards. I'd like you to roll a perception. Okie doke. Come on. 
19. Uh, 19. That's very good. Um, so you move to a slightly better vantage point, and you get a good look at Thorak. He's a black dragon for sure, but despite his black scales, there are spots where the scales are greener along its back. It's tough to tell, but from here it seems like there's something moving, as if it had large hairs along its back blowing in a chaotic breeze. His tail seems to be moving a lot, darting left and right violently, but it's, t it's hard to make out any more details from this distance. One thing is clear from here, though. This dragon's very large. Another thing that you see with such a high perception roll is the glinting from the sun below Thorek. From this distance, if it's a treasure hoard, it's going to be almost impossibly large. Gotcha. Now, as you're staring uh, at this... Like, he's... Good. Is he, like, sitting on it? He's laying below on top him, of it. Or, like... Laying on okay, top gotcha. of it. Okay, gotcha. Out in the sun. Like, it's not hidden. It's out in the open treasure hoard. Mm-hmm. Okay. Correct. Not like Smaug. I was imagining Smaug in his, like... Not quite like that. Mountain more just, like, this is more gold than you... Or, supposedly, if that is what you're looking at, this would be more than you could ever imagine seeing in real life. Gotcha. All right. So, somehow, as if he felt you looking at his treasure, he lets out a loud roar. And a yellow fog spreads from his location in a halo around the top of the ziggurat. Mm. Now the ziggurat is in the middle of Halexia, right? Correct. It's not yep. so the the fog is just around the ziggurat, not like correct around the rest of it, because that would make everybody in Halexia's eyes blind and bleed and lots of pain. Right? Correct. Yeah. So it's uh, the ziggurat cool, itself cool. is multiple stories, probably four or five, something like that, and it's it's very large, and there is just this permanent cloud of yellow haze surrounding the top of the ziggurat, but as he roared and, and just made this loud noise, it's almost as if like the sound waves pushed it out in a big ring around the top. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. Good to know. So now I can see that that fog is quite present at the ziggurat uh, right now. Correct. Correct. Yep. So we have a mushroom that we can use to make a tea that will help resist poison and disease for eight hours. Mm -hmm. Can I make the tea, but not not drink the tea till I'm like getting closer to the ziggurat so that it doesn't wear if, off? If you want to stop and and build a slight campfire, or if you have some other way to create fire and heat up tea, like you could do that. It will take time. Gotcha. Okay, I might wait yep. until we're inside. Sure. And something to keep in mind since you brought it up too is that time time is important if you are going to make whatever Nobilis was planning uh, to kind of show off his power work. So if you are supposed to be in a certain place at a certain time, then keep that in mind. Certain things that delay you might yeah. cause that to not go well for Nobilis. Okay, right. I think I thought I was supposed to be there like at that gate So we're Sorry, yeah. So, I mean, like, you haven't been sitting up on top of the hill while that whole thing happened. Like, you guys left at the same time. We're... I'm yeah, I'm, like, working on my way exactly. in. Okay. It's like a parallel thing. It's more, if there are certain things that happen, then you will miss whatever opportunity Novelist decides to use that. If you succeed and don't take too long, whenever he decides that it's useful, okay. you'll happen to be there. So, because you guys worked out okay. this plan ahead of time. All right. So, uh, 
So you look towards the city, and your approach is becoming more clear. That is, two forms of approach are becoming more clear. <laughs> On the southwest, you can see the tops of some of the buildings cresting only a few feet away from the wall. And you figure that if you climbed over the top and dropped down, you'd be in some sort of an alley, uh, and it would be unlikely for anybody to be there. And that's where I'm pinging on the map right now. Additionally, you see a grate and a tunnel on the southeastern side that seems to be letting water in from a nearby pond, and that's over here. What would you like to do? Okay, sorry. What was it about the pond? I was trying to zoom in sure. on the, because uh, it's not loaded on here, and I don't want to screw anything up. So sure. Um, zooming in on YouTube. Yeah, so uh, there is The first a... one, I could go over the wall into an alley. Basically, yeah. And or then the second one is there's go... there's some sort of a a gate, like a like a drainage or some sort of a water system um, coming from a pond that's basically on the other side of the wall. Gotcha. Okay. Um, oh, man. And I had thought about maybe trying to go in like via a sewer or something. Uh, but I like the idea of just going over into the alley. I do have Pass Without a Trace mm -hmm. uh, cast on me and Booker. What's-his-face is invisible. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's true. Um, so I'm going to... How tall is the wall? The to uh, So the wall is about 40 feet. Um, oh. And as you... Uh, I'll say that you're, you're close enough to see the wall at this point. As you look up the wall uh, before you, it stretches up approximately 40 feet. The wall's made of sandstone and brick and... Excuse me, and there are several snake-shaped rain pipes sticking from the wall that are fairly large. Rain pipes that look tough. Drain drain like, pipes, yeah. Sturdy? Like you think so? They're, like they're made something of the I could maybe climb up. Uh, they're they're made. They're pretty. Sorry, they are spaced out pretty far. Like you wouldn't be able to go from one to the next to the next. Um, but they are also large to the point where if you wanted to try to climb into one, that could possibly happen. Um, they're about about your size. Oh, inside of it. If you want to. Like it's, inside of it. It's an option. Oh, I was thinking use it to climb up the wall. That's also an option. On the outside of it. Yeah. Um, is there anything on top that it looks like I could like mm. catch a rope onto? There is. Like However, I, as is you it? were as you were descending the hill, you notice that there are guards that are patrolling the top of the wall. And although they do traverse mm. the section of the wall, it's not very frequently. So if you were trying to climb, you could potentially time it well. Or terribly. So maybe I should go inside the drain pipe. I'm gonna try and go inside the drain pipe. Where I'll be okay. hidden from the guards. But hopefully okay. have enough holding. If that's your choice. Sure. No, oh, kidding. shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alright, so... You step, uh, so you, you go around, you travel around to the, uh, well, the three of you, actually. Um, Alessio uh, is keeping right on your heels, and, and he's talking to you softly every now and then, just so you know he's still there. So you, you also, step. Also, mm -hmm. I have a rope tied around Booker, like that's tied to me, so that to help <laughs> pull him up in case he struggles to climb up the drain pipe. So i imagine okay so i think i misunderstood what you were saying so you're are you gonna try to climb the wall or are you trying to go into the into the the drain pipe you into said drain the, pipe there's two pipes there's yeah, one on in, the wall in, and then one on the kind of ground level into the drain pipe that goes up the wall Got yeah it. there's a pipe okay sorry i misunderstood sure okay 
Okay, so let's do this. So are you trying to climb the wall? Are you going to try to use... Uh, Alessio has grappling hooks on him if you want to try to do that. How are you going to get up the wall? Okay, now I'm confused. I thought I was going inside the drain pipe. <laughs> okay, let me re-explain. That... So there's a forty okay. foot there's a forty foot tall <laughs> okay. wall, let's let's say uh, up up, up yep. about twenty feet is where these drainage pipes the the snake shaped drain pipes are coming out of the wall. These are for when it rains, it drains oh. the water out, um, and then kind of doesn't flood. Those up don't go all the, okay. I'm thinking of you know human yeah. ones that we have that go from the roof. Sorry, I didn't. No, they're the not like that. Floor. Sorry, I didn't do a good job okay. explaining that. Yeah. Okay, I see what you're saying. Mm -hmm. uh, so I would have to get up 20 feet Correct. to maybe try and go inside those Correct. and everything. Um, gotcha. Uh, so yeah, let's use one of Alessio's. I'm gonna, can I keep an eye on the patrol and try to mm -hmm. start this right after a patrol has gone by? Okay. Again, I've got my pass without a trace thing on. <laughs> I know, you keep, you keep telling me. <laughs> I'm so not a sneaky person. Sneaking okay. is never what I do in any game ever. <laughs> That's okay. I like so, it. All right. So I'm going gonna, gonna to cast that on you so that it now applies to you. All right, cool. So you have pass without a trace, which is going to add a plus 10 to your sneak. Um, so uh, let's, let's say that you're able to watch these guards and you make your best guess as to when you think they will not be around. Um, roll me a strength check to throw the grappling hook up to, are you going for the top or are you going for the pipe? What are you, what are you trying to attach to? Uh, I'm going, I'm going for the pipe. Okay. Um, I like the idea of at least being kind of hidden for half of the trip up. Okay. Excellent. So, All right. So, uh, roll uh, me a strength check. And that's just ability check, right? Correct. I assume we're going to go with that. All right. So a 13. So you, 13. you toss the grappling hook up, and you do kind of get it wrapped across the top of one of these drain pipes. And it, it kind of it doesn't connect back down to the rope, but it does connect kind of to the underside of the snake. You pull on it a few times. It feels secure. But with a 13, you can't be sure. So. I feel like in Home Alone 2, when Marvin pulls the bag of flour on his face. This we'll see. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> so Alessio does the same, uh, and we're just since he's not here, we're going to basically say that he's he's matching you at any given point. Um, so you try to climb up the rope first uh, as you get up. Uh, okay. Let's see. So you climb up about five feet. You climb up about ten feet. Booker's hanging onto your uh, your neck. Uh, he's looking a little little scared. He's not used to being up high. And as you get up about fifteen feet. Mm -hmm. You hear the stone of yep. this snake pipe starting to crumble. You can hear it, and you can start to see it. Yep. Would you like to try to climb the last five feet or try to get onto the wall? Wait, get onto the wall? So you are up against the wall. I think there, there, it's brick and stuff. There's not much to grab onto. What I'm saying is do you want to try to climb the last five feet or do yep. you want to try to get yourself attached to the wall somehow? I would think I would. I'm about 15 feet up, and I'm like seven feet tall now, right? <laughs> you're, I was just thinking, I'm like, you're about six feet tall. Try to hop back down. Yeah, I mean, if you, that's what you want to do too. Like I'm the tallest of our. I want you to tell me what you're doing, not me tell you what you yeah. can do. I think yeah. I think I would be like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Okay. And be so, trying to like go back down because I would have been down. pretty hesitant. Okay. Colin is uh, an adventurer, but normally better planned. 
Sure. So. All right. So you uh, <laughs> so you start sliding back down the rope, much more controlled, and your instinct was correct because the the grappling hook kind of crumbles some of the brickwork, and uh, the snake is now missing half of its lower jaw, and you would have fallen otherwise. So you are now back on the ground. Okay. Okay. Uh, so that worked great. Um, <laughs> Alessio was waiting for you to get up to the drain pipe first, so he actually he kind of just looks at you like, "What are we yeah. going to do?" Okay, so we're still kind of rushing to do this. So I'm real quick going to try and throw the uh, grappling hook up. Because I imagine when it broke, the grappling hook came back down. Yes. The whole yep. rope kind of, mm-hmm. right? So I'm going to try and real quick throw it now to the top. Uh, okay. And get a hopefully sturdier setup. Okay. All right, so uh, give me uh, another strength, strength check, please. Yep. Okay. Come on, give me a good one. 18. And 18 is much better. All right, so you are, you kind of, you do the, the like swing, 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 and you, you launch the grappling hook up to the top, and it catches on the lip of the walkway that, that goes across the top of the, um, the wall. However, uh, at this point, you don't know where the guard that was walking is. You've lost sight of him completely because you're up against the wall. So mm-hmm. you don't know what's going to be at the top of that wall when you get up there. Okay, gotcha. Um, and how long was I looking at it before? Like, so the, I saw him. So as did I monitor it very long? You probably figure that that a guard is coming by every like five to ten minutes. Um, it's you know they're kind of walking the perimeter of the market, and there's a few guards. So your best guess it could be within five to ten minutes. That first time up probably took you about five minutes. So somebody could have just walked hmm. by and missed you, or maybe they're about to. You just don't know. <laughs> and now I have a grappling hook, just making it real obvious uh, that I'm trying to crawl up. Cool, cool, cool. Mm-hmm. Had I thought about that before, I would have maybe waited five minutes or waited a couple minutes for one to go by and then throw in the grappling hook. Yeah, you did what you um, did. <laughs> well, fuck it. Let's make it interesting. And I will just try to climb up real fast with All right. Excellent. So... Um, Thanks for your help, Alessio. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm sad that he's not here because this was totally meant, you know, a big part for him. It's like he's um, the rogue. <laughs> yeah, Jason is at uh, at Jack Daniels today um, or was. Yeah, anyway. he's doing yeah. cool things. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's yeah. worth missing. Uh, okay. Uh, so you climb okay. up. Um, so you did a strength check there. Uh, give me a um, give me a stealth roll. It will automatically add your plus 10. Okay. <laughs> Let's like, may I are. remind you? I know, right? Uh, uh, so, oddly enough, it didn't add your did plus 10, but that's okay. 10? So, it's 25. Um, yes. Ah, Aberlore. All right. So, <laughs> you're able to get up to the top of the wall, and so does Alessio. You look to your left, and you don't see anybody, and you look to your right, and you don't see anybody. At least not directly. Sorry, let me describe this better. You guys like crest over the top of the wall the wall itself has a pathway with about a three foot tall wall on both sides so you kind of go over the top and you get down low and you can't see anybody directly near you um what would you like to do which direction was the like so you're right let's just say the guard was going to the right uh so right, if like the, the, 
so patrol the, I saw was going so, to the right. So the pat patrols are going counterclockwise at this point. So they are going okay. nor right now yeah, they're going right. northwest uh, northeast sorry, and south uh, east. Yeah. <laughs> southeast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> southeast. Cool. Perfect. Now I get it. Um, okay. So do I see any way? Like, you know, the ladders or stairs that they would normally walk mm. up to go up to the top. So, potentially, it, what you see is there's there's a large spire kind of at the corner of the where the walls intersect in the southeast corner of, of Helixia, uh, which is down here. There are doors leading in here, but you can't see if there's stairs within that spire. Um, maybe there are, maybe they're not. Maybe it's just a door that leads to the other side of the wall. Uh, aside from that, you do not see any stairs that are very close to you. You do see some kind of on the other side of the market. But from where you are, you're not sure how, how people get up and down from here. Okay. Um, is the door along the route of the counterclockwise direction that the patrol is going? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So, so go... the 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 guards would have to walk through the spire's doors. It's just whether there's a set of stairs or not in there is unknown to you. Cool. Uh, I'm just gonna hope that there is, because I feel like it would make sense for there to be, sure. and that makes sense to follow behind the guards and kind of go along mm -hmm. with them uh, to avoid them. So, All right. I'm gonna go to the door and hope for stairs. Sure. So you and Alessio, Alessio still uh, still invisible. Booker, is Booker walking with you, or is he still around your deck? I think now we're being, like, sneaky and just kind of going like this. Mm -hmm. So he's he's walking. Sure. So you walk inside of the door to the spire, and as you do, you see a guard. He's got the, the head of a, basically of a king cobra. Um, he looks very similar to, uh, you didn't see him, but for description reasons, he looks similar to what was at the front of the, the area. He's got these large muscles, he's got the cobra head, he's got a longbow slung over his, his uh, arm, and he seems to be just taking a break in the shade inside of here. And he looks okay. at you, and he says, what are you doing up here? <laughs> Slave, answer me when I talk to you. So, uh, can I just punch him immediately? Absolutely. Like, surprise punch. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Uh, so we're gonna we're, we're gonna get, let me add you to combat real quick. Um, so I'm gonna what I'm gonna do here is I'm gonna add Alessio and I'll play for him. Um, but okay. if if you are trying to uh, attack this guy, I'm that's... hoping to just kind of like knock him out real quick, kind of thing, like. Well, I will tell you. That Take his that, head and slam it against the wall real fast. That is what I'm hoping. Possible, but unlikely. Not smart. <laughs> so, all right, let's go ahead and begin combat. Two against, it's it's so, three uh, against one. So roll your initiative. Shit. I'm gonna do the same for Alessia. Uh. Okay. Oh yeah. Ah. All these little pop-ups. Boop. All right. Oh. So. 11.17. So Alessio is first. Um, Alessio is also invisible. So Alessio is going to come behind Ooh. this guy, and he is going to attack him, and he's going to get sneak attack damage, and etc., etc. So uh, I get to Sweet. pretend to be a rogue for a minute here. Um, 
Nice. <laughs> so let me uh, just go ahead. I'll roll for an attack with advantage, um, which is good because he just messed. Oh, wow. Double oh, my eights. God. He rolled two eights. Uh, so a 14. Oh, uh, 14 will still hit this guy. Um, okay. Oh. So he is going to do. I was going to say, do I have to risky it. whiskey for Alessio if, if he needs it? <laughs> <He's go> <laughs> Maybe. He's going to critically hit, <laughs> um, which is going to be a 10 uh, but then he's also going to get his sneak attack, which is once again a critical hit. Whew, that's a lot of dice. Oh, 46. All right, so 10 plus, so he does 38 damage. Um, he sneaks, Whoa. so so Alessio sneaks up behind this guy, and he drives both of his daggers right into this guy's kidneys, um, doing 38 points of damage, and his invisibility goes away. Uh. So, oh. up next is the UNT Malazan. Uh, he is going to <laughs> see this this glowing bubble uh, or this glowing being pop up from behind him, but he is a guard. He is absolutely going to attack you back. Um, he is going to take out his scimitar, and he is going to attack you, Talon, because you're directly in front of him. Um, his first attack is probably going to miss. An eight. Yep. Um, but then he makes a bite attack against you as well. What a joke. <laughs> Another 10. <laughs> All right. So he, so he is absolutely stunned from this this attack by Alessio. Um, and as he tries to attack you, he just he totally fails. All right. You're up. What do you, would you like to do? Okay. So um, I did have my dagger out. So I'm going to stab at the... Sorry, I can't help but think of Khan. Um, <laughs> I stab at thee. <laughs> I stab at thee. Uh, oh, dumb. Roll well. <laughs> An eight. <laughs> uh, An eight will not hit. Yeah. If So I will quite. give you a okay, point but of I, advice. I, so I have two yeah. attacks. You do. I do have I'll... two attacks and then Booker. So he does, I will say that he is bloodied, uh, meaning that he's below half his, his hit points. Uh, but he's also a guard. Okay. So I would say if if you're going to, uh, you're already attacking him. I would suggest killing him. Yeah. <laughs> so do right, whatever it yeah. takes. Yeah. No, that was, yeah, at this point, it's definitely a, a kill him thing. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm, mm -hmm. ooh. I'm going to use Ensnaring Strike. Okay. No, that's bonus action, and that replaces Booker attacking. <laughs> Is that wise? I feel like Booker would be... I'm trying to see who does more damage. 1d6. Um, no, I'm not going to do Ensnaring Strike right now. I'm just going to attack him. My second action, uh, attack action, mm -hmm. with uh, Spear. Okay because I feel like that makes sense to have in my hand along with a dagger. Sure, why not? For some reason. <laughs> why not? Ranger! Uh, attack. <laughs> Spear <laughs> Ranger. Yes. He's right in front of me! 23, <laughs> though! Alright, a 23 will hit, for sure. So go ahead and roll damage. Okay. Boop. Uh, for 5 damage. For 5 damage, okay. Uh, so he is okay. still up. Um... But he is now bleeding from Bonus the back, action, and he's though, got a spear in his gut. Bonus action is... So, because he's got a spear in his gut, mm -hmm. he's 
stabbed in the back. I imagine he's pretty like leaned over kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So bonus action is Booker is attacking, uh, and he's going after his throat. Perfect. To like <laughs> grab and shake him kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, oh, there he is. Oop. Attack. That is so many Ooh, good. clicks to do this. 18. All right, an 18 will hit. Go ahead and roll damage. Sweet. Oh, yeah. oh, right. Five. <laughs> five. I'm right. not a very uh, so, strong. You guys failed to kill him during. Does that his... at least quiet him? So you Booker Booker bit him around the throat. Um, yes. Yeah, I would say at this point, between the two daggers in his kidneys, the spear in his gut, and a crocodile hanging from his throat, I don't think he's able to reach any sort of alarm bell or anything like that until his actual turn. So Alessio has the last attack here before it becomes a problem um so hopefully alessio does well it's kind of fun you know playing a rogue (laughs) now alessio does still have uh advantage on this because he's still behind him um flanking so he's gonna attack with his dagger and that will definitely hit a 22 so he's he's gonna do five points of damage which brings him down to 12 hit points uh, 13 hit points, sorry. And now he's going to do his sneak attack damage. Which is just going to be normal at this point. 15 damage. Oh. So he he kills him by two kill hit points. So, Aless- you know what? Why don't you tell me what Alessio does? How does uh, Alessio kill him? So Alessio, Alessio already had the, the daggers right in his kidneys. So once mm-hmm. he's bent over with, you know, Booker on his throat. Yep. Alessio pulls out the daggers and then uses both of them to behead him. Nice. All right. So, uh, so Alessio, because he's got that hood, the cobra hood, I'm going to say Alessio drags the daggers through oh, both sides of the hoods like a pirate going down the sail of a ship and just kind of uh, drives the daggers into his neck and slices it off. The head falls to the ground. And you at this, at this point, the Malison falls to the ground de- uh, dead. And you notice that there are, in fact, stairs within the spire. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> uh, is is there a barrel or anything to hide a body in? <laughs> <laughs> that trick only works once per campaign. So. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> yeah. um, so, uh, but, but looking around, what you do see is um, there are stairs that go up in the spire as well as down. Whether there's anybody up there or not, you don't know. Oh, I see. But you imagine uh, that oh, leaving him... Is there a him... door going up? Is there a door? So, uh, so let's see. So you, you... Like to the upstairs? So you go up the stairs a little bit. You kind of go around once, maybe twice. You're going higher and higher up the spire, and you haven't seen a door yet. Do you want to keep going? No. Okay. Um, I just wanted to lock the body behind a door mm-hmm. so that it make it harder to stumble over. Oh, for sure. Um, does the door that we came through, is there... It's not. It does so not close. Try to lock it's it. basically just a. It's more of an archway than a door. Uh. Okay. Cool. Does <laughs> the body have anything like guard wear that we could take mm. from it? Uh. In this case, it does actually. So, um, you've noticed with watching the guards go go through, they are all basically of this type where they've got kind of the the more snake-like head. It's various different types. There's some that look more like a rattlesnake, some that look like a like a cobra. Um, but they all seem to be wearing these red pants and a yellow sash around their waist. 
None of them wear shirts. All right. <laughs> Obviously. Because why would you? Uh, <laughs> so kind of town. I know. Right? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Noblexia. So I turn to Alessio and I'm like, help me strip him down real quick to get All his right. uh, red pants and yellow sash. Well, since, since I don't know, I'm not putting it on right now because sure. I don't have a cobra head, so I would look stupid. Sure. Since but since Jason didn't bother to show up, him. I'm gonna I'm gonna RP this for him. Oh sure, I'm used to just undressing men all the time. I'm very good at it. I can just take these pants right <laughs> off. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> Revenge. <laughs> so anyway, for making right, me so, ro with for making me stealth without our <laughs> for making you rogue. rogue. <laughs> I know, right? I didn't expect that. Um, all right. So anyway, you're you're able to t you take off these guard pants. You take off the yellow sash. And um, what do you okay. want to do with the body? Up, down, or leave it? Bring um, it up the stairs, down the stairs, or leave it? I'm going to bring it, like, up one swirl of the stairs. Sure. That okay. way, if, if people are constantly going through there, it's not right there. And I feel like people are more likely going up to that first level okay. more often and, I'm gonna, and walking through. I'm going to give you a little bit of bonus, because you do have uh, Pass Without a Trace still. Um, I'm going to say that there's enough dirt or some sort of... Uh, I was detritus, to. I think, is the right word. Sun there's sundry objects yeah. in here, and you're able to cover up whatever blood was on the ground. Um, so as far as anybody knows, unless they walk up those stairs, or if they're at the top of the stairs, if they walk down, they probably won't find this body for a while. Sweet. All right. I feel like snakes don't have as much blood. Like, they don't bleed as much as humans do. Well, so Yeah, I mean, the, that seems legit. you cut his head off. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> There's probably some blood coming out. There's that. There's, there's some. I'm just saying it's not like humans. They don't some. have nearly as so. All right. So, uh, so at this uh, point, uh, at, at this point, you could either, I mean, or or whatever you want. You could jump down into the alleyway, um, or lower yourself, or you could go down the spire, which you could see there is a door down to the bottom that would still lead you down into the alleyway behind one of these market stalls. Like it's a height that I could jump down and not be worried about hurting uh, mm. myself. Good point. Probably not. It's still a forty-foot wall. <laughs> but if you had, like, if okay. you wanted to use the grappling so... hook to lower yourself, or if you just want to walk down the stairs, whatever you'd like. Uh, I think we're just like, shit. Mm -hmm. We hit the body, run down the stairs real quick. Um, with Booker. Sure. So. Okay. Cool. Um, so you go down the stairs and you come up behind the market stall. And uh, at this point, there are a number of people walking around. And uh, as far as they're concerned, you're just another slave. Um, nobody seems to be giving you another uh, a sideways glance or anything. Some people do look at Booker, um, but it doesn't seem all that strange. Maybe they're used to seeing them. But the fact that it's albino may very well be just a symbol, a, a status symbol. You were able to find... Uh, your master has an albino yeah. crocodile, and you're out taking it for a walk. That'll look good for for Salazar. Yeah. Okay. Um, so now you. So make... Booker also jumps in the water. <laughs> Are you sure? Well, so let me let me tell you what's happening with that water. Because oh shit, never mind. No, he doesn't. <laughs> so, all right. Either way, I should tell you anyway. So in in the middle of this market square, there are four separate markets. You notice that one of them seems to be devoted to magic items. One's more of like a blacksmith thing shop, but specifically for armor the other one seems to be for uh weapons and then the other one's kind of more like a general supply stuff they do definitely do some trading here you see humans that do not appear to be under the um protection of a master but more so you see 
in this area, you see a lot of purebloods, which are those ones that have like the slight little twinge of the snake, are bathing inside of this this uh, fountain. Mm. Um, the water appears to be warm. Okay. Uh, there's some slight steam raising off the top of it. And uh, Booker can absolutely take a bath in there if he wants to. But it's up to you. I stand there if it's day. I was imagining sure. other crocodiles <laughs> were like hanging out in the water. So that was the only reason. Uh, if he doesn't see other crocodiles just chilling in the water and that's it, uh, he's not doing it. Um, so so. <laughs> actually, as as you walk by uh, the, the uh, sorry, what did I call it? The fountain area. You do notice a couple of the purebloods, they kind of, they spin around and they kind of put their arms over the top and they're looking at you and they say, Slave, bring bring that beast over here. I want to take a look at it. Okay. Right. I uh, have noticed kind of how the other slaves act and, you know, bow my head and come over and wave Booker over mm -hmm. to come up to them. So they say, this is quite the specimen what is your name? My name is Slissy. Slissy. Okay. Who is your master? Salazar. He should be arriving today. Salazar. I do not know him. Salazar the Great Messiah. Really? A new Messiah is arriving. This is interesting news. Indeed. You have not heard the word... So this this uh, pure blood, she she actually she goes to kind of scritch underneath Booker's chin. How does Booker react to this? Booker's just like nervous and just kind of like frozen about everything. Okay. So she scritches underneath his skin because I mean his chin because I love the word scritches, and uh, and then she turns it's back pictures. around into the uh, into the the fountain and she says, "Did you hear a new Messiah is arriving today? His name is Salazar." This is very interesting. I'll have to get to know him. And then they all start talking, and suddenly it feels like everybody in the fountain area that's just bathing here is talking about Salazar. And you can almost hear the rumors growing in grandiose uh, or grandeur as they're going around around the, the fountain. Um, so you, you walk your way through this major arch here and back towards the center of town, which was the agreed-upon course, is get within... Okay this uh, kind of like towards the inside of the gate. As you're walking, you see, actually at this point, you, you all can kind of, I know I've made you guys wait forever to talk, I'm sorry, but you, if, if anything comes up, you can talk. But all of you are now starting to notice that not only are there a lot of slaves, but there are also these, these Malisons, the people with the, the snake heads. There's other abominations walking around. There are very tall humanoids with snakes for arms. Uh, some of them having multiple snakes coming out of the same limb. There's also these people kind of just slithering about. They have uh, the lower body of their of their entire being is made is sorry is like a snake, and their upper torso is more humanoid. Um, the people that seem to be more snake-like, as as people walk by them, they either dip their head. Even the Malisons, they dip their head to the more snake-like people. Another thing that you notice is that there are a number of slaves who all have these rocks uh, that they're pulling. There's a, a kind of like a metal collar around their necks with a long chain, and they're just pulling these rocks. And the rocks are kind of you know creating these divots in the ground. And as you look around, you see these divots 
kind of everywhere. Um, whenever somebody takes a break, if they're getting tired or they're getting, or even if they touch the collar, any of the masters, any of the Malisons, any of the snake-like people will just smack them across the face or they'll whip them or they'll throw things at them and they'll tell them to keep moving. So, uh, Talin, you are now kind of in the front here and we are going to kind of bring the rest of the party back into this. Um, Have we seen anybody with a blue sash? Roll a perception check for me. Okay. Actually, all of you guys can make a perception check because at this point you're all within the city. And I feel bad making you all sit there and not do anything for so long. <laughs> Come back and help me. Ooh, a natural I don't 20. think I see Ooh. shit. Nobilis. Salazar. I rolled a five. Oh, <laughs> Salazar. Salazar. <laughs> Do I have a voice for Salazar? Should I have a voice? You can find a voice. Mm, <laughs> I don't trust myself to so, do that. I see Talon, Nobilis, and Anomio. Uh, and then Daffy. Okay. So, Nobilis rolled a nat 20, uh, but all of you except for Talin rolled pretty high, which, Talin, you did not see anybody on your way between the spire and here. Um, but... Nobilis and uh, let's say Daffy, you guys noticed that there were four individuals um, who all looked like the, these Malison. They had the they actually looked very similar to how Nobilis looks, and they all had a blue sash around their waist, and they were heading over towards the Temple of Tongues. Yeah. So, so not over the ziggurat. Cool, cool. Not at the moment, anyway. anyway. Um, okay. So you guys have all met back up. Uh, Alessio is no longer uh, invisible, but he is glowing a magnificent yellow. Wait, no, he's still invisible. No, he is, he he is not. Uh, he lo he, he lost it when he attacked. Um, mm -hmm. Crap. And, <laughs> and that I couldn't come up with anything. So. Had Alessio <laughs> been here, I probably would have repeated a little harder with him. But people are absolutely noticing his his glowing yellow skin, even in a world in a city of abominations. It is strange to be glowing. I would like okay, to. So, guys, uh... We're approaching, right? We're approaching Salazar. We're like correct coming up now and and meeting him. Sure. Okay, so I'm I'm approaching him and I'm saying, "Oh, great Salazar, the Messiah." Like, I have, you know, met you. I, I've been awaiting you here with your blessed one, your ah, chosen one. Yes, let me let me interrupt you. Let me interrupt you. Thank you yeah, so much for I'm... bringing this greatest sacrifice that this this town has ever known. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Behold the gifts of Salazar. Behold the blessed gifts of Salazar. The one to go with his blessings. For he will be the salvation of this town. You must allow me to take him to the temple and perform the sacrifice. Who are you saying this to? <laughs> Poor Jason. <laughs> you're talking of the glowing golden one, but who, like you, you're you're saying you must let me take him to, who, who are you talking to? I'm just announcing it. Okay. <laughs> take him to the temple. The, the infinite guy or Salazar demands sacrifice. I, <laughs> I, I mean, people are looking. A dramatic reveal, but I didn't realize he was already glowing, so I had to improvise. And, and no, that's yeah. perfect. And and I will people also... are looking at the glowing guy, the albino crocodile. Like mm -hmm. it's a we're a weird sight. The crocodile he is, <laughs> he is the guiding light to take our victim to his demise. Yeah. 
Alright, and uh, as long I'll as just, he's not the sacrifice. I'll no, just no, say that no, no, Ale- no. Alessio is going with it. Okay. So let's do this. I would like uh, Daffy. Is there anything that you'd like to add to this this whole uh, situation? Jason's gonna be so mad. I love it. <laughs> I, I have no additional color to add because it's already just so damn. <laughs> Whoa. All right. So I'm any, gonna say any extra petals. <laughs> You know, right? I just tossed the dirt in the air. I want to dance amongst the crowd, like, Behold him, the Messiah! Oh, finally, the Messiah! (laughs) Awesome. All right, I'm going to give all of you uh, a performance role. Let's, uh, I think this is, except for you, Novelist, because these people are working on your behalf. Oh, crap. Uh, Come on. Come on, come on, come on, come on. 19. That was overall very, very good. 12, 15, and 19. 15. So you are starting to gather a crowd. Um, a number of these purebloods are coming up to you. There's men and women alike, uh, all of them very similarly dressed. It's it's almost as if there's very little in the way of caring about, about clothing here. Um, all of the women are wearing those V-neck dresses. The men are all mostly shirtless unless they're... Their, uh, their, their, um, sorry, their mutations are kind of like not lending to it. In which case, they'll they'll cover up a little bit. But all of them are gathering around, and and they're starting to notice you, Salazar. And they're saying, Sa- Salazar, I heard about Salazar. He's the Messiah. Salazar the Messiah. Salazar the Messiah. <laughs> ah. To where do you blood. need to? Where do you sure need blood. to go, Salazar? Salazar. Sorry, I'm happy to please you, Salazar. And <laughs> that came out weird, but uh, <laughs> so, I, am ha- I am happy that you are pleased, Salazar. Where do you, where do you need to go? What kind and of have, slaves are these? Have you seen? Well, they're slaves. <laughs> have, <laughs> we don't need to do that. Where is world. the? Oh, is that what the Temple of Tongues is for? <laughs> is that, it is now. <laughs> Isn't that where the others were going? <laughs> that is where the others are going. Salazar, Salazar <laughs> to the Temple of Tongues. So, to the brothel. Uh, they they don't listen to, to you unless... Uh, That's uh, well, actually, sorry. They they say, do you speak for Salazar? Who, who here is the speaker for Salazar? Great Salazar, I am not worthy. No one speaks for Salazar. We hang on every word that comes from his forked tongue. Dear God. Okay. (laughs) Dear me, I think you mean? (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely, as I gesture towards my giant lizard. Laudos snake abs. (laughs) Behold his glistening muscularity. (laughs) Look at that UNT. (laughs) <laughs> Look at that unt. It's, it is such a large unt. All right, so, so let's let's. Uh, so we're we're nearing the end of our session. Um, so the this group of purebloods around you is is saying, Salazar, where are where would you like to go? We will follow you. Temple of tongues. Well, I almost was distracted by the temple of tongues, but I'll have to save myself for another day. I think we are we are heading towards the uh, the. Whatever that thing is with the glowy sn- ziggurat. <laughs> 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 I 
And they and they all start whispering, the cigarette, the cigarette. Are they? Is he here for Thorak? No. Is he? Salazar. What? What do you need with the ziggurat? This is as the pure bloods asking you. The greatest mm -hmm. sacrifice that the ziggurat has ever known, right here, glowing golden. So at this point, some of the slaves that are pulling these these rocks have stopped to watch you, and uh, you notice that that despite their enamorment with you, the purebloods are still turning around and they are just smacking the shit out of these slaves, <laughs> telling them to get back to work, and uh, and they do, and and you you notice that there are more and more of these purebloods coming out of their hovels, uh, not hovels, the, these little these little houses. And you now have a sizable group around you of about 25 people, uh, not including your your own little group. And they are starting to lead you through these main gates towards the ziggurat. And that's where we're going to end tonight's session. <laughs> so we will rejoin uh, here next week, next Monday, for our next session where we will see uh, where Salazar is going to take this horde of worshippers. Uh, you made quite an impression, We're apparently. Weren't we supposed to sneak into the ziggurat without them knowing we were coming in? Too late. Too late. <laughs> this is what happens when you let, like, the guy with packs lead the group. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Well, uh, thank you all for playing. Um, you guys did wonderful tonight. That was great. Thank you, everybody, for watching. I saw uh, thewhiskeychannel.com joined us briefly just to say hey. So, hey, nice to see you. And uh, oh, we have a whole, a whole lot of the, the usual faces in here. We appreciate you guys joining us week after week. It's great to see your, uh, your comments live, kind of inspiring. Um, anybody here who would like to, uh, check out the Discord. Um, we do chat in there. Usually things get a little bit more chatty on like Saturday, Sunday, Monday, um, when we're kind of leading up to the sessions. But uh, at any given time, it'd be cool. Um, do any of you have anything that you'd like to announce or make known? I do. Clifton, you've got oh. stuff coming up on Ooh. Friday, right? Uh, I do, but, but but Ed has something as yeah. well. Yeah, go oh, ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, uh, the long St. Patrick's Day is going to be the Rocket Review's proper, true return. So <laughs> look forward to me and the old man. We're going to be hanging out, drinking, and cooking on March 17th. So. March seventeenth. Excellent. Oh, that's. I look. Wait, do we have to eat corn, beef, and cabbage? I mean, yes. You can get to. I mean, yeah. Dang but it. Like, it's like the you best got, food like, ever. Beef? Oh, it's so good. It's pork. not the best. Pork food. is another it's delicious. Traditional. Pork. I love pork. <laughs> yeah. I I live by pork. Yeah. Come yeah, on. <laughs> I'm and, uh, <laughs> you still have your your salts bag of yum num nums. So, I mean, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I could be, I should have been handing that out as blessings. Anyway, Don't forget about that. that. <laughs> Salted pork for everybody. Salted yeah. pork all around. So, uh, Clifton, um, what? Oh, sorry. Good. Oh, I had one other thing. On yeah. the 18th, the day after St. Patrick's Day, me and the old man are going to be hosting a Irish music session at the Dog and Shrub Distillery. So nice. anybody who's in the area, oh. come on by. That's awesome. That would be so much fun. That's really cool. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't go there. Like, you know, it's Wisconsin. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not in the area. <laughs> it's a, a good ways away. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, Clifton, what do you got? Uh, Other than so massive texts. Yeah, first of all, like, I wasn't live last week. I had a commitment that I had to make, but 
I'm live again back this Thursday. I'm going to do a barrel flight of the last three batches of barrel bourbon and deciding mm. which one is my favorite, as well as my Hold on. barrel New Year, which was my number one whiskey of 2022. Surprisingly, didn't expect that, but it was. So I'm going to compare it to the three latest batches of barrel bourbon. But in addition to that, I will be on Matt Madness this Ooh. Friday night uh, with our good friend ADHD Whiskey and quite a few other whiskey tubers. We're going to be battling it out. Uh, week one of that was last week. And I know the qualifying round, our friend Adriana killed it and mm -hmm. is going to some, maybe I'll be going head, head to head against her. I don't know. Maybe we'll see. Might, might. I'm excited Represent. for that. But I'm excited to be a part of it again this year. Excellent. Um, Adriana, I know you bought one of the the bottles from uh, Matt. I got one as well. Did anybody else? Did you get one, Clifton? Did you buy one? I they sold out way quicker than I would yeah, have thought. They did. So, no. <laughs> okay, that's fine. So, yeah, it was the same day. I imagine uh, Adriana, wait to open it unless you have some like real good reason to. Um, we'll we'll do that here on the stream just for fun. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be super fun. I I don't know when. I, so nobody ships to Utah. Um, oh. <laughs> so mine's being shipped to a that's friend okay. in Colorado, and then. I'll hold here. on I to mine for a while. I'm not in any when, hurry. All right. But that I, sounds super fun. I, I don't that. know if you've noticed. Uh, I, I have a couple to drink here. Totally. So. Yeah. I would have bought one. I would have bought one sooner. I just was holding and then I saw it was sold out. I'm like, well, crap. <laughs> I could, I'll send Clifton. You know I'll send you a yeah. sample. I will okay. gladly send you a sample. That works. That works. Yeah. Right. I will only open it ahead of time to send Clifton a sample. Yeah. Ed, do you want a sample? Uh, yeah, I wouldn't turn that down. Yeah, for sure. I will pay my share. Molly, if, if you drank whiskey neat, I'd gladly send you a sample too, but you so might not enjoy it. Depending on when we uh, depending on when we get it, Molly, would you join us for for a drink that night? Just so we could all I mean, drink the yeah. same thing? Okay, cool. Yeah. All right, no, I'll find a way to get it. Yeah, some, will, yeah. How about this? For those of those that don't those of us that don't have samples of it, I'll cover the cost of the sample. Like, we'll, we'll figure it all out. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. backstage. All right, anyway. <laughs> Anybody else have anything that they need to? We could discuss uh, logistics, you know, offline. So, anything else that anybody would like to announce? Cool. All right. Well, uh, thank you, everybody, and uh, we will see you next week. And I don't know what the hell to do with you, Salazar. Holy crap! This is gonna be great. Make sure to share his picture on the on the Discord. So I will do exactly. Not in the Discord. That will get on the Discord. Oh yeah. There we go. Yes, that's a great idea. I'll actually I'll do exactly that. That'll be the thumbnail of tonight's. Uh, episode. <laughs> yeah. um, Perfect. You know what? I so this. Sorry That's to keep. I'm I'm cutting myself off at this point. I think it would be super fun <laughs> if people who show up to the live stream help to name the episode. Um, oh, I like that. So I think I think from now on. I mean, if you guys have any good ideas, toss them in the chat now. But I think from now on, that's what we'll do. As the as the stream is going, you guys can suggest fun names for the episodes. Um, I like that. I like, I like it. MCs actually. <laughs> what was it? MC's last comment is Hail Salazar. Yeah, Hail oh, yeah, Salazar. Full of tongues. Hail Salazar is a pretty good one. <laughs> I like that one. Yep. Yes, yeah, of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> All right, guys. All right. Have a great night, everybody. And I hope you have a great rest of your week. Cheers. Cheers, all. Cheers. Thank you for joining us here on Dungeons & Drams. If you're enjoying this podcast, please leave a review on your podcast host of choice. And be sure to check the description for a link to our Discord server, YouTube channel, Patreon, and links to our individual places on the internet. Come back next week for more adventures in Lands of Dimidium. Cheers.